0: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. We are a Woos Media production brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. It's playoff time. Playoffs playoffs are abundant around here in Colorado, although I guess we still have a little time before the NHL playoff starts. Uh, NBA kicks off the play-in tournament actually tonight. It is Tuesday, April 12th. I am your host, Jared All, joined as always in the producer chair by Nick Sopris. Oh, yeah. And we have a special guest with us today. Although you fill in on the show, I think more than most of us actually... Do the show, Tyler. I, so you might as well just become a regular. I'm the member sixth man. The show
1: the six man. Right. I'm the sixth
0: man. Yeah. I come off
1: the bench when you. And needed. you know why I'm you're such a good guys. team
0: player is because you're willing to come off the bench. You
1: know. See, I didn't no think I ego. was a good team player. I thought I was more of a. You know, when Mello finally committed to going six man, he said he would never go six man his whole career, and then he finally did. And I don't think he loved it. I think he was pushing back a little bit. That's kind of how I feel here. You know. But hey, Connor gone. I'm in Well I'm sometimes excited. your skill set, you know, kinda depicts that you're
0: a six man, and unfortunately, Tyler, you're you're not starter material. <laughs> that's just, fair. <laughs> that's, <just> how <laughs> that's how it <we> goes accurate. <laughs> Look,
1: I, I, I throw bricks up sometimes with the three point line. It's just how it goes. I I'm a chucker. I get the ball and I shoot. A gunner. I'm a gunner. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, since we have
0: Tyler here today, of course, we got to talk a little bit of hockey. That is one of many areas of expertise for Tyler professional sports better and hockey enthusiast.
1: Uh, Yeah. By the way, that whole professional sports better, I just did taxes. The government's got no. No remorse. Well, no. especially Taxing. now
0: that this is a
1: a common
0: thing, mm-hmm. and and they're cutting down all around on you have to pay tax on everything now. I remember asking a few months back, I had a, a random question in a conversation at a bar, and somebody goes, "I wonder how much money you need to make in in sports betting to pay taxes on it." Uh, so I
1: reach out to another. He goes, "Anything?
0: Yeah. Like, if you <laughs> actually win <laughs> money, you
1: actually have to pay on it. <laughs> Nobody wins, so right. no, not too many people have to deal with that. Yeah, Exactly. It's not a, it's not a common problem for sports betting, but yeah, they, they've got no remorse when you do report it that way. So, But either way, yeah. Uh, we got some hockey talk today. I'm excited. Playoffs are coming up. Yeah, well,
0: before we get to that, though, we got to we gotta shed a little light on the University of Denver Pioneers. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, Hi-oh. Yeah.
0: Championship number one on the year for uh, Colorado sports. And I say number one because oh, yeah. this ain't going to be
1: the last one this year, right? At uh, least four more. Well, we've got one more hockey one coming up right here soon. Three more. Well, okay, uh, abs What three Rocky, more, three more. Okay, who? Okay, who's the three. Rockies, I actually
2: <laughs> obviously uh, are you working on okay. your stand up? routine? Yeah, I know they yeah. got new talent night at comedy works on Wednesday. Yeah. So I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to expand
0: this in over the next say 15 months or when, when whenever the the NHL and uh, NBA finals end. I think we're about 18 months from okay. next season from the 2022 23. So I'm going to give you this season. And next season for the Avs and the Nuggets, this season for the Broncos, this season for the Rockies, and then all the college sports, how many more championships? Over, or under a half championship. So will there be another championship won in the next 15 to 18 months
1: in Colorado? Over. Over, over for sure. Hard over. That's I'm a hard taking over. the hard over. What about one and a half?
0: Over one and a half? Yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: uh, yeah, I'm going over one and a half. I'm wow. going my wife on that for sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> See, I would take the over a half. I would. There's no way I'm betting over a half, what? one and a half. Well,
1: just well, say that. How many two college teams, sports are we talking here? Are we talking every college in sport? Buffs, obviously. Because like okay. CU's, tra- uh, CU's ski team is going to win the national uh, championship.
0: No, only the main ones. You're right. Yeah. Okay, I should have. I should have. Exactly. exactly. By. We're gotta, talking the main four. Okay, so basketball. Oh wait, they don't have baseball.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, main, but still, so they're, they're not winning. It. The, the, yeah. it doesn't concern it if it's not if it's not the main sports. Okay, so the mammoth. The <laughs> mammoth Do they count? They've got to count.
0: We we are starting to stretch some things, but they are a professional <laughs>
1: sports. And Clara, I, I will give you in that. Okay, uh, I'll, d- I'll the ABS them. this year, the Rapids, the, 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 the Bron- next year, ABS Broncos. I, I win this bet with the ABS and Broncos. That's and it. You're, drop you the mic. just mortgage Yikes. on the Broncos. I would right drop now. the mic, but these are kind of expensive. Yes.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. We lightly, I'll
1: lightly
2: set the mic down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, so there you go. Okay, I was, what do you think? I was uh, Nick, surprised. Are you going over under one and a half? I'm going to buy points. Okay, and I'm going to get better odds to get two and a half. So you're buying wow. points. <laughs> <laughs> Is there what? selling the points man, Yeah. yeah selling. Okay. Excuse okay. Me, me. There's been
0: what a total of five championships ever yeah. in like pro sports in it. Colorado. Ooh, you guys are banking on you know, two pro championships this year. It's been year. really
1: positive before, uh, before the show today. Really positive vibes. So yeah, we're, we're betting right. overs today. All right. We're yeah. betting overs. Duh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Well, you mentioned those Avs. They are, I, I think, still the the odds-on favorite uh, to, to win the Stanley Cup. They are currently sitting with the best overall record in points, and it, it all really comes down to points. Right now, they're sitting with 110 points Two up on the Florida Panthers, who don't truly matter. They're in the Eastern Conference, so it's not really anything that the Avs are competing for that number one seed with. They're basically locked into that number one seed. So well, it's
1: the President's Trophy, the, the, the team who gets that. But honestly, I, I think that that'd be a bad thing. I want Florida to win it. I okay. don't want that to be in the news at all. So,
0: Tyler, and, and throughout the course of this segment, I want you to help some of us that are a little more naive in the rules of hockey. They, they handle their playoffs a little bit different. They have the, 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 the President's Trophy, and I know that's a big deal to win, which goes to the team mm. with the most points yeah. in the regular season. And, and when we say points, we're not talking about goals scored. It's all based off of a point system, two points for a regular season or a, a – a regular win, one point for an overtime win. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Well, 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 two points for a or, win overall, me. even if it's an overtime. One, sorry, yeah, one, one, one for overtime win for, loss. or one point for an overtime loss. I, I apologize. Which is so stupid. Hockey started doing that in the early nineties, and it's just a way, in my opinion. It's like a conspiracy, I think here, but it's a way for the NHL to keep fans hooked longer your teams in it for a lot longer if Kinda you use like this point system kind of like the playing tournament look, look, in the NBA and the huh? records don't look as bad when you count overtime losses in here i mean look at look at nashville like they're 41 26 and 5. Like 41, 26, That kind of looks good. Well, they're not. They're 41 and 31. Like that's their record. So they split it up and they make it look all weird. But anyway, besides that, yeah, so the Avs are are just a couple points ahead of Florida for the, the president's so trophy. So is but.
0: there actually any impact in winning the president's trophy? Does that I assume no, gives no. you does that give you home ice in the Stanley Cup finals?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It does. So, so if it
0: would happen to be the Avs and the Panthers, whoever would have the most points then would get home well, ice. And
1: that's actually I mean, look. In terms of home ice, that would be important, and the Avs need that. So maybe I redact. Can I redact? Is this You like, may redact. Uh, yes, correct. Am I on the it, stand here? It, uh, it only
0: matters if both one seeds end up in the finals, because otherwise the Avs would be the obvious one with, with more Yeah, wins, and, and right? to be
1: honest, Florida's got such a tougher path than the Avs do. I mean, they are the one seed right now in the clear – One seed right now in the East, but the, I mean, the Panther, the East is so much better than the West this year. As a matter of fact, I've got some, uh, I was just looking up, uh, I have my power rankings here and in the top 10 Colorado is number one. And then two through nine are all in the East. Like that's pretty, pretty substantial because Calgary comes, no, excuse me, uh, two through six, Calgary seven, and then Tampa's eight, Boston nine. So, and then Minnesota's 10. So there's three teams I have in the top 10 in the West. And two through six are in the East. I mean, it's not even close right now. So that is the thing. It's whoever it is, whether it's Florida coming out of the East or another seed or another team. I mean, it's, they're going to be beat up. So. So we mentioned the ABS are pretty well
0: locked into that number one seed. They are 16 points up on this number two seed currently, and just to kind of give a frame of reference of what that number means, with 10 games left, they have eight more wins than the next best team in the West. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty good odds yeah. that you're locked yeah. into that number one seed. Okay, which means they will then play the the worst of the wild cards uh, going into the playoffs, uh, but. Before we talk playoffs, there's obviously 10 games left. Uh, we've talked in the past on this show about the style of play, how that fares for the abs in the regular season versus the playoffs. So you kind of got a 10-day uh, you know, preseason, so to speak, for your playoffs. What should the abs be focusing on uh, during
1: this period of time where you're pretty much I mean, locked into place? Staying healthy, which is... You can't really done, focus right? on that because you want these guys to go all out. And actually, what's funny is the Abs have been – or Jared Bednar's been playing a lot of these, you know, Kale McCarr, uh Haves, you know, a lot more minutes in, in big-time games, which the Abs have had this spot locked up for a while now, okay? And I understand the President's Trophy and, and the one seed and all that. But, you know, this home-and-home home we just had against Pittsburgh – I thought the second game at Pittsburgh, there was a good chance that McKinnon might sit or, you know, you give a couple guys a rest day and, and, you know, healthy scratch. And I saw none of that. They came out swinging. Full bore. Yeah, full. So, I mean, look, you can't go in afraid of injuries. And I know that's the one thing that's kind of derailed the abs in the past and they have not had a lot of luck in that front. And we hope Gabe Landiscott gets back soon from that, you know, uh, surgery. But I – That's one thing I'm concerned about. So I just want them to stay healthy. That's the number one thing to me. And I know they can't control that, but they got to stay healthy. But look, it's important that I think that they work these lines around. If there's one thing to look at, you may have thought that I was going to say defense and play the right way and play two-way hockey. Look, they know what they need to do. That's not as important as last week. I think it's more about mixing these lines up because God forbid something does happen. A good thing that Jared Bender's been doing, and he should continue to do and, and focus on, is mixing these lines up, playing McKinnon with Le- with uh, in or even Alex Newhook, and getting these guys mixed up in the in the shifts. So first, you know, you, your your opponent doesn't know what you're doing these games, but also heading into the playoffs, you have an upper hand because maybe a little tougher to prepare for. So I was looking at the uh, the format of the playoffs, right? And they they it's so weird. It
0: so okay. I got I got to take a step back here, and I I don't you know please listeners out there y- yell at me if you think I'm crossing a line here find us on Twitter at Red Sports One The NHL is the worst of all four major sports <laughs> in trying if I, I'm a very casual hockey fan okay I like to follow the abs I don't watch a ton of their games but I like to follow them playoff hockey gets in there you know anything playoff you put anything the word playoff in anything and I'm now yeah. into it all of a sudden <laughs> oh okay? for sure man um, but they try to make you feel dumb if you don't understand it who and does the, the, the NHL just in general oh. so I'm on NHL.com <laughs> and I'm like what is the playoff format is the NHL and trying and to make like, you feel like that or are you just a little but well, uh, it it's, it with them, it's yeah. like a three paragraph explanation of how their playoffs work I'm like if it's not one verse eight, two verse seven, three verse six. You failed. This is your own fault. Why did you make it to where you had to use three paragraphs to explain to me, which I still failed to grasp? Okay. So I asked Tyler. I was like, "You know how this works, right? Can you explain it to Boy, me?" You're and all hot about this. Out there? You
1: are hot about I, it this. It drives me nuts. You are. They try hot. so
0: hard to get people
1: to not want to watch their sport. All right, so here's <laughs> here's here's what they. Well, you're right with that, right? They're not great at attracting people to the to the game. Like we got our chunk of the fans were happy with them. All right. So the top three teams in each division are guaranteed one, two, and three in... All right. So it is kind of complicated, right? It's hard for me to even explain right now. But listen, so each division, the top three are guaranteed one, two, three in the playoffs. In the playoffs, there's four, one through four seeds. Okay? So... Think about it kind of like a college football or a college basketball format where there's different brackets. They make it very division centric in hockey. So two will always play three in the hockey playoffs. So every division, the Atlantic, the Metropolitan, the Central, the Pacific, two plays three. So right now in the Central, the Avs are one, Minnesota's two, St. Louis is three. Minnesota plays St. Louis, okay? Uh, in the Pacific, Calgary's one, Edmonton's two, LA is three. Right now, if it if it ended, LA would play Edmonton, and so two always plays three. And then the next criteria is the best team in the conference, which is going to be Colorado in the West and Florida in the East, plays the worst wildcard team. So if the worst wildcard team happens to come from the division of the best overall team in that conference then we've got a complete all-out divisional playoff every year in the NHL. So right now, as projected, both Nashville and Dallas, who are both in the Central, are the two wildcard teams in the West. So it would be Colorado playing uh, playing Dallas, and then Nashville would play Calgary, the one seed in the Pacific. So does that make sense at all?
0: Yes, it does. It does. It Well, let me rephrase that. I understand what you said. No, that doesn't make sense at all. You spent <laughs> your entire season playing... Not all your own division. I, I know during the COVID year, that's literally what they did. You played your, your division over and over again, basically. But that's why these divisions are set. That's who you play the most through the regular season. So obviously, we should just probably have them play each other again it in the playoffs. Make, it right? doesn't
1: make any sense in terms of scheduling. That's the first one, right? Scheduling's a big issue. You you already played them all year. But the second thing is, when you get in balance, like you have this year and the last couple of years, where the Pacific is by far the worst division in hockey... And, I mean, I'd say the Atlantic and the Metro are right there tied 1-2. Probably the Metropolitan is the second-best division in hockey. So, if you're right now the New York Rangers number two in the Metro, or Pittsburgh, number three in the Metro, you're going to have an all-out battle the first round of the playoffs. That's going to be tough. Well, and isn't that like the whole purpose of the playoffs is to say, hey, man, we would have been a
0: better team if we weren't stuck in the best division.
1: We'll prove that in the playoffs. Put me against anybody and and I I will make that tough in the NHL. Look, the NHL does a lot of things that are questionable and this is certainly top of the list. The, The playoffs don't make sense. I don't like it at all. Look, I'll take it as... Uh, as an ABS fan because the Avs are going to get the second wildcard team, which should be an easy out in the West. Like it's going to be Dallas, Nashville, Vegas in, in that realm. I'm okay with any of those teams. Like, like the ABS have nothing to worry about this year. Well, Let's Don't not say that. Don't here. do this. Yeah. Don't do this. I right know. There. I know. But see, look.
0: Vegas is a team that just scares me because no, they've been they there before. They the playoffs. Because they've been there before. And as of right now, and you, you touched on this a little bit, but as of right now, Nashville's the top uh, wild card. Dallas is the second wild card. And then Vegas is the first out. So as of right now, if the season were to end today, we would be playing the Dallas Stars.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you talk about a team that I'm not worried about at all. You know they would be fine with Dallas. That's a four-one series. Uh, next round, whether it's Minnesota, St. Louis, Edmonton, because like I said, in the Metro you got those two teams going to be tough. In the Pacific, Edmonton gets L.A. That's 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 a pretty easy matchup for Edmonton in my opinion in terms of the physicality, what you expect, you know, in the odds they'd be heavy, heavy favorites in that. So. I really, as an Avs fan, I'm not too worried. And again, knock on wood, we've been burning in the past. But the West is so much worse this year than in other years. Until they get Calgary, which they should, in the Western Finals, the Avs should, you know, hopefully. Get I don't this like your skate. mindset
0: right now, Tyler. You are just walking through the playoffs right now, yeah. and coming from a team in the Avs who have they won the Presidents Trophy last year. They were that team. And yet they still didn't make it out of the second Just round. Just because
1: they underperformed last year, though, I don't think it's going to be a trend. I think Jared Bednar's learning. I think they're more prepared this
2: year. I don't I don't buy it. I think they're going to be fine. Most important non-star for the Avalanche to have success in the playoffs and why. Non-star.
1: Ooh. Maybe Alex Newhook. Alex Newhook, who's currently playing third line left wing with uh, Nico Strum and uh, Curtis uh, McDermott. I think that he could score goals. He could give twelve to fourteen solid minutes, and they're going to have to have a non-top six guy step up, right? Like Berkovsky, we expect him to have great, great playoffs. McKinnon, And obviously, they're going to have to lead the team in points when Gabe Landeskog comes back. Hopefully, he's back for the playoffs. Uh, he should be producing jt i'm not even going to put jt Comfort in don't the non star cat category cuz he should step up new Chuskin should step up lanken and should, should have a, a good playoff so of that kind of third fourth line that non top 6 it may come down to alex newhook scoring some big time goals you know he's been working in on the pe- penalty kill a little bit maybe a shorthanded you know so I, i'm going to say alex newhook so you got him just walking through the Stanley Cup, huh? No, well, to, the to the
2: Stanley Cup. To the Stanley <laughs> Cup.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, well, Calgary's good. I mean, it's the same issue that the Avs are going to, well, the same thing the Avs are going to have. Calgary's going to get to the Avs pretty much, you know, untouched as well. So, and look, this is hockey. You can never rule out injuries, things like that, but it, it should be a uh, 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 pretty healthy Calgary team and a pretty healthy abs team in the West Finals. Like, it, And the numbers say that. I'm not being hyperbolic here. Look at the odds right now. Look, look, look at what the market has these teams at. It's clear. They're the two best teams in the West. Clear. All right, good
0: stuff. That will uh, begin May 2nd is when the NHL playoffs start. So we still have a few weeks yet. Two days get there.
1: before May 4th. Big Star Wars day. It is. Oh, tough. May yeah. the fourth be with you. I hate that. I do no. too. It's pretty cheesy. I always thought that it's got to be a really tough day for people with lisps who <laughs> always say fourth when they're trying to say force. You know? <laughs> no. Like this it is, a it know. this no, is a great day. This is a great day for them because then
0: so p- they can say it without embarrassment. A, if you have a
1: lisp and you watch, uh, thank you very much. If you have a lisp and you watch Star Wars, you've said your whole life, may the fourth be with you. It's just been part of your vocabulary. So you live for that so day. So you live well, or you hate that day. Oh, so mm. I think you live for it. Because Made now, it no one's going to
0: make fun of you. Nobody's going to tease you. No, you're not going to have
1: any issues. Yeah. Well, I still think it's bad. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> what, what's 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 the best trilogy of the Star Wars? Dude, I've seen one Star Wars movie, and I did that as part of another show. By the way, Woos Media, this is a Woos Media podcast. If you want to check out other Woos Media shows, uh, just type in W-O-O-Z-E, media, to your... Uh, podcast player but on another show we uh we do old school movie reviews and so i had never seen a star wars which so one did you watch the it, one you don't need
0: to tell us episode because everyone gets those confused well, What i year don't remember we talked The I, time frame. i have
1: no idea it was the one where they do the races uh, they're, so they're racing uh, around episode one yeah that's the Oh yeah, and the real Jar- re- yeah, Jar Jar, re- yeah, so, Jar Jar Banks, in arguably the, the worst one. Okay, so I went through this really, yeah, I went through <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, went through this with
0: one. my wife too. Okay, because she's never watched him either. Uh, actually, backped a little bit. I'm going to give a little bit of a long story to this. I committed to watch the twilight series i was like oh uh, i'm gonna be such a whoa. good guy i'm gonna watch Gross. the twilight series i thought there were three i thought there were three They're twilight like 14, movies right? there's are five there. Ooh. and there is not one action scene in the entire series i thought at that's, least i'd get a good like a couple of good fight scenes you know there's vampire. that's on you though that's i was on you i was thinking we were gonna get blade that's, that's kind of what you guys remember that yeah, movie, I remember blade, blade. There, that's kind of what i thought we were gonna get
2: no, I can't believe you thought that don't do not <laughs> do not thought. commit to that. That's okay. on you, Jared. But so then I, I, I was like, like teenage, okay, it's young it's like YA. I love. watched
0: those. I now you have to watch Star Wars. I started with episode one. Even I couldn't make it through that, man. We both yeah. were asleep 20 minutes hold on. in. It's A- boring. I it's... wanted to
1: start episode one because I, going back now that I have the luxury of having all of them done, wanted to watch it in sequential order of the story.
0: No, no, no. It's yeah, totally it's designed to be watched <laughs> that, the way that everybody came. That's no, what right? everyone says. Everyone's yeah.
1: like, no, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm like, yeah. well, well, but episode one should be the first episode you watch. See the problem, everyone's Tyler, like, no, You, you gotta start in. with four, then go five, six, and then after six, you go back to one. Like, is this a time travel? The movie? problem yeah. you run into yeah. <laughs> is if you take them out of the order that they came out of, then you
0: can really pick them apart because then you see, like, from three to four, where four came out forty years before three. But you're like, whoa, 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 hold on! Something just happened there, and then the next movie comes uh, up, and let, we totally you ignore the that. Let
1: me let me end this conversation with something that may ring ring true, may blow your minds. I'm not sure. A Star Wars nerd told me this. The only difference, Connor. And it was not Connor who I'm filling in for. Uh, He said the only difference in watching it from four, five, six, one, two, three, or episode one to the final episode is if you watch it in the order it came out, which is starting with four, then going to five, six, right, and then one, two, three. You're you're watching uh, uh, Luke Skywalker's story. If you watch it episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, you're watching Anakin Skywalker's story. Wow, that's, that's a deep take. Right? And that is actually. Well, there's like, on,
2: a, there's like a huge twist in the middle of the the old series, which is 4, 5, 6. And if you watch 1, 2, 3, it like blows it. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, as I get older, those movies start to suck. See, that's suck. The thing. See, the I'm movies
0: are okay. It.
1: All these series they're coming out with, man. It's like, was good. it's like Sandlot. It's like Sandlot. I was like, oh, what's Sam. I'm like, you're like, you love baseball. What's Sandlot? I watched Sandlot. I was like, this is a. Kids' movie. This is for children. But does it, you know, it's. I think they Those remember are my favorite movies. how they I don't feel. Like adult movies. <laughs> I
0: think
1: you remember how you felt as a.
0: Adult movies are depressing. I movies. just like the nostalgia of
2: like remembering what it was like to be a kid. Nostalgia. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on here. Okay. <laughs> I like Sandlot. I don't know. I guess if I watched it now, it would suck. I mean, it didn't suck. It just, everyone had hyped it up so much. You never saw Sandlot until you were an
0: whole adult. Whole
1: well, actually watching it back, I think I had seen it once before and didn't remember what it was because I remembered like the dog and stuff. But the point is, everyone still talks about it as if it's like a top 10 movie of all time. And going back and watching now, comparing it to other top movies, it's like, I think your memory is, you know, not doing you justice. I think you remember how you felt watching it as a kid and you love the movie growing up. And if you haven't seen it and you watch it as an adult, it's like, this is a, a kid's movie. Yeah. This is for children. <laughs> yeah. All right, time kind of, to move on. Kind before, of like Twilight. Before <laughs> before we get on to more playoff
0: talk, I, I just want to, you know, kind of throw out to everyone out there, Tyler, I've had so much fun over the last few weeks now that I've gotten on to Thrive Fantasy and... Nothing better than the Masters, man. That was some good oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Big tournament. I, I'm a big golf guy. I play golf. I love golf. I typically can't watch anything other than like end of Sunday afternoon what? golf. I, I just like to watch the, the when, it, when it comes down. But, man, all of a sudden you're in a contest. It gets you into everything. Now that the playoffs are coming up, if you guys haven't gotten into this, you've got to get on board with Thrive Fantasy. It's easy. You find them in your app store, Thrive Fantasy, or online, thrivefantasy.com. Make sure to use our promo code Red. R-E-D. That will get you a $100 deposit match. And man, you got to get in on some playoff action. You know, NBA play-in tournament starts tonight. You guys have already missed the first game. If you haven't gotten in it, get on it. Get in there. You're going to have some fun. That's Thrive Fantasy. Find them in your app store or online at thrivefantasy.com.
2: Boom. They're great. Did you hit anything on Thrive? <laughs> no, I never win bets. Come on. It's all for <laughs> the up fun. I'm a little bit on Thrive. It's all fun. You no, I yeah.
0: I'm I'm maintaining. That's my goal. I throw in 100 bucks, couple 100 bucks and just get me through like a quarter of the year.
1: Do you play the contests though on Thrive?
0: Yeah, I have. That's mainly what I've done on on Thrive. It's just a little bit of a different take than you kind of get away from See, your normal old betting routines. I don't play
1: the contests a lot though. Cuz they do have that's one of the fun things is they have daily fantasy style contests. that You do with player props. But I do more of the, the house props, which okay. is like a player. Pro- so what you do is you, you can parlay player props together. And again, as a, as a you know, a, 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 I do this for a living. Um, I'm always looking for the websites that pay the best. And it's kind of cool because they, pay, they have the best payouts for any sports book in the entire industry for the parlays. It's locked in. So it doesn't matter if it's like minus 120 or minus 130. It's, it's the same payout. So... Uh, I I've been doing pretty you know decent on those player prop parlays, and I know that's something
0: when when sports betting first became legal in Colorado that you cautioned a lot of of, of our group of friends that you know started getting more and more into this is everyone got into the MGMs and the the, the Caesar and seems like pay attention to those things because if you look from from one app to the next it is a substantial difference yeah. sometimes in what they're taking
1: no definitely there's a lot of different prices so anyway yeah check out Thrive Fantasy they're great. All right, NBA Play-In Tournament. Promo code RED. That's important. Yes, RED. Promo that code RED. That is
0: huge. If you get on there and you don't use that, what the hell are you doing? Come on, <laughs> get a free $100, man. There you go. All right, so Nuggets are off for almost a whole week. I think they get like six days off. They did clinch that sixth seed with a record of 48-34 and 34 this year, uh, which puts them against the number three seed Golden State Warriors Oh in boy, the first round of playoff.
1: Golden State. It's- that was my pick to take it this year. I know. So,
0: Nick, you took offense to the way I worded this question on the yeah, Nick's line. mad. Okay. I'm upset.
1: Nick's upset. Yep. Why are
0: you upset? What do the Nuggets have to do to steal a game in Golden State? That's what they're doing, Nick. They got to go steal one. They're the underdog.
2: I personally don't like that. I think that Golden State is not a true three, true three seed. with Based on their injuries, things like that, Steph Curry is finally practicing. Draymond Green is still dealing with a bad back injury. Clay Thompson has been good in spurts. How many games better were they in the Nuggets? I want to say they were. I was, was going to th- say six. I off think the top five. Of my head. Hang yeah. on. Uh, there were five games better. So fifty three and twenty nine really fell off a cliff. The last. I mean that is close. Well, the West was pretty tight this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can I
1: tell you? Can I tell you something though? You may. Just uh, because I, I will say this. Like I. The the Avs are the best team in the NHL, and I have no problem saying that. And I'm all about the Avs, so it makes it easy for me to be a homer. But talking realistically about the Nuggets, I see Golden State as the clearly better team if they are healthy. But do you think the injuries are enough, like to
2: kind of bring this back to? I think at or do I think, you at think worst, I'm even right with that. I think at that? worst the series is completely even. Granted, the home court will matter for Golden State. If they're healthy, it's even. No, but that's the thing is they're not healthy. So maybe to your point, I don't think they're equal teams, all things being equal. But to that point, had our team been, you know, injuries happened every sport all year. But with that said, Denver's been in without Jamal Murray. They've been out with been without Probably the most impactful injuries. Oh, of- uh, yeah, I would argue that. So it's it's tough for me to say that they're even I think that Denver will win fairly easily. No way. I think they'll win four to two with Curry coming off a foot injury. And Draymond Green not really being at full health, so I could definitely see the Nugs taking at least one game. You've got it appears like Jokic is gonna win back to back. Oh, (laughs) that would be so awesome. But I don't know. I like how now you're
0: backpedaling. Last last (laughs) week's show we spent twenty minutes just like already penciling him in. I know. So now he's backpedaling. Connor,
1: who I filled in for, has a big bet on on Jokic, right? Yeah, not as big as he'd like to make
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But he's got a big They'll bet. They'll tell you it's $300. <laughs> well,
1: we
0: 100. had talked about it months and months ago, and we, we brought up, I think it was at one point, Jokic was plus 1,600 to win the MVP, and that was like early January. So, yeah. guys, when you're looking at these bets, these futures bets, sometimes go out on a limb on the guys because, th- I mean, obviously, that's easy to say now seeing where he is, but, whew, Man, that would have been a nice hefty payout had you thrown a, yeah. a chunk of change on that one. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I actually like where the Nuggets ended up, all things considered. The Grizzlies are the two seed. That's who they play if if they, they beat the Golden State uh, Warriors. So they've been playing really good even without John Morant. I just, in my opinion, I think the team is at least good enough at worst-case scenario to take it to seven games. I think ideally, based on the play-in games, they've got time to rest, get guys healthy, get Jokic full, full strength. He's been playing a ton of minutes, the past, I want to say 10, 15 games at minimum. The last two seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, I like where the Nuggets are at. For me, success would be the Nuggets getting in, into the second round. Okay. Maybe hope, a Jamal Murray siding. Who knows? Nick, I'm sorry
1: to interrupt you there, but I just pulled up some odds because I was unaware of this. But uh, do you want to guess what the odds are for the for the series? Series odds? Or If you want to throw a percentage at there, I'll just convert it to odds for you.
2: Yeah, convert it to odds for me. I think that the Nuggets have a... 49% chance of winning. I was going to get
1: a little lower. I was going to say like 44, 45. Okay, 49 would be a plus 104. Jared, you say 45. That'd be plus 122. The Nuggets are plus 210 for the series. Wow. Yeah, implying a about a 32.3 win percentage. And look, that's with the VIG. So probably right around 35% is the true odds. But still, that's what the market has them at, which is... Obviously, a bit of a slap in the face. I mean, if if you're looking at the Nugs to compete, Nick. Now, for the correct series score, if you want to put some cash down, the Nugs to win 4-2 pays plus 550 and my god let me just say something real quick if the sports books aren't ripping you off and laughing at everyone making that bet right now that should be about 10 to 1 not 5 to 1 these 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 multiway market Uh, bets are so outrageous the way sick the way they tax you and get away with it 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 is crazy these bets are generally not good to make and they're not anywhere good to make right here so either way nuggets winning 4-2 Plus five fifty—that's outrageous. That should be—that's not a great bet. He's upset.
2: But, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I guess so. Uh, I think. I think. I think the thing that. for me, as I just think, the health of the Warriors is so big. They came out so hot to start the season. Injuries obviously crept in. Same with the Nuggets. Obviously, it's sports. Should with we, that said, should we? Oh yeah. Sorry, so. With that said, I don't. In in my opinion, I don't see how the how the series doesn't at minimum go seven games.
0: And and I think it's uh, you know worth mentioning that the Nuggets have been playing the entire season. At this right. state, you know, it's not like they had a sudden injury that's impacting him. Whereas Golden State's kind of been been up been healthy, been down with injuries, and as of late are getting hit with the injury bug. And so, I think that does hurt a team like Golden State more than it does the Nuggets. The Nuggets, this is full strength to them. They're going in essentially at full strength of what they have played at their entire season. So, I I have the optimism that you do soaps. I do think the Nuggets uh, I like them in the series now. I think it really matters what happens in these first couple of games goal the state I, I think it's very important and that's not just unique to this this series i think in every playoff series you go steal one of those first two games and it just changes the dynamic of the playoffs now you're the one that's essentially the favorite going into each game you just have to take care of business at home you get into that fifth game and into that seventh game needing that win it gets harder and harder mm-hmm. each game along the series so if the nuggets don't go win one in golden state right off the bat I think we're talking a seven-game
1: series here. I really do. I mean, I don't think it's as necessary. I mean, they've done well in Golden State this year. They won, what, at least two games, if I'm remembering correctly. But, yeah, they won two games. Look, they won two. I'm looking at the schedule right now. They won every game against Golden State this year. No, they went three and one. They uh, won two on the road, one one at home. So, look. I don't think that that's as necessary. Golden State can come here and shoot. We've seen them do that before. before. Denver can go on the road and win. I think as long as they win the first... I think games three and four are way more important than the first two. I'm okay coming back here 0-2. You win three and four. Make sure it's 2-2. Then go take care of business on the road. So, you know, I don't think the beginning of this series is is as important. Maybe as you're you're you're, know putting all that pressure on them, I think you take care of business in Denver, games three and four, and... That's uh, the the most important thing right now for me.
2: Well, and and as the season started, Golden State came out hot, really high pace, advanced metric, pace, uh, possessions per game, 102 in October, all the way down to Steph Curry's injury, all the way down to 97. So five less possessions, five less possessions per game, excuse me, so I think that matters when it comes down the stretch. When the game slows down, you've got less options. You've got less people that can create shots for the Golden State Warriors. Wiggins has also fallen a cliff since he made the All-Star game. So I think it's something to definitely keep in mind. You're going to be relying on Andrew Wiggins to create a lot of shots for you, All assuming right. Steph Curry isn't at 100%. But again, that's the X factor, obviously. When did Steph get hurt? I want to say he got hurt about a month ago. Let me see. God. Gosh, it's been a month because they've won five in a row. Exactly. So that's the, and that's what I was going to bring up is they've won five in a row. They're playing nice locking in three seed certainly felt like they were getting ready to fall off a cliff yeah. when that, but they've managed to, you know, credit to Steve Kerr. So. I mean, that is interesting that, you know, the
1: recent injuries, you know, they're not. And even when Steph comes back, is he hundred percent? Is he
2: rushing back for the playoffs? I think that's a, that's a big question. Well, um, and they're saying today that, I mean, even as of today, he may return to practice this week. So, I think that's – I mean, obviously, that's something to look out for. So, it's hard to say. Well, Nuggets plus 210. I don't know. Maybe it's a little juicy. It's
0: starting to look a little (laughs) juicy there, isn't it? Yeah. All right. We talked a little bit about MPJ and Murray injuries. Uh, There's been reports over the last uh, week or so uh, from a lot of the national riders out there, uh, but pretty much unanimously being discussed that – from sources within the organization that, that Murray and MPJ are are unlikely to be back in the playoffs. Uh, they obviously did not make an appearance before the end of the regular season, although there was some discussion uh, from Murray, and, and Michael Malone even came out and, and basically flat out said, it, it's on him. He's medically cleared. He's good. It's a mental hurdle he has to get Weird. over now, which I thought the same thing. And in my mind, is there a certain point, which I think we've crossed that point, but is there a certain point where the organization needs to step in and say, this is no longer your decision. We're going to no. make the decision that's in the best interest of you and your future and us and our future. Cause you're putting it on these players that think they have a chance to go win a championship. I think you're putting unfair pressure. Yes. These are multi-million-dollar athletes. I get it. But in, in a team that has never had a true shot at a championship, this could be your season I think you're putting too much pressure on a guy to say, oh, it's all on you, and then to publicly say
1: that it's only mental for him at this point? Yeah, that's weird. I don't think they should be saying that at all. They are clearly putting
2: pressure on him, right? That, that's what it that, feels what that's like. about. it appears that way, yeah. I think it's one of those things. Malone has seen enough of what he's needed to see, practice, soft scrimmages, things like that, for him to determine. And I think Malone knows that these guys need reps in order to be useful in the playoffs at all, get some conditioning under their legs. So really hard to say. How this shapes out? Obviously, they need him. I can't take much more, many more. Our Austin Rivers corner threes. So we got to get. <laughs> it's brutal to watch. So I think it's something where he knows he can come back. You know, I, he mustn't. You know, he's not like, be responding. well. Do you like Michael Malone
1: saying that? Like, do you think that he should have come out and been that that kind of overt about all of it?
0: No, I, I actually don't at all. I don't. I don't like him. I, I almost feel like you're you're calling out a guy at that point. Like There's no there's no reason for that. I think it's been stated many times in many different ways that the ball's in the player's court, that the medical staff has cleared them. I, I think all you're doing, and, and maybe this is just his frustration because he's gotten this question so many stinking times that he's answering it just with a different choice of words and we're all reading into it too much, but I think you just, you put the guy on the spot and now, he's, now everyone's sitting there going, well, he could be back. Why isn't he coming back? And that's why I say, I think you're putting in unfair pressure on him and a guy that is one of the cornerstones of your franchise.
2: I think we know the kind of coach Malone is. He likes to challenge his players. He likes to call them out with things that he sees and so that's his reality right. That's his that's his perception of what's going on. These guys are medically cleared to play. These guys need to to get out there and I think from a player's perspective, you have to think of your long-term health. So I see both sides. I don't necessarily I don't disagree. It, but yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with what Malone says. I, I'm sure at this point they're used to it. So all right, I want to do a little reflecting, okay? I want to look back over the last two seasons okay. for the Nuggets,
1: two regular seasons, okay? You know, so if we could play more movie clips, you know what we should do every time someone says, I'm reflecting. We should play the Zoolander clip where he's looking into the water and goes... Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: in the computer.
1: <laughs> all right, it's, all, it's, just, it's okay. Uh, yeah. It's okay. So the
0: Nuggets finished the, the regular season 48 and 34. Okay. Uh, the 2020-21 season was a COVID-shortened season, which uh, quick moment here. They shortened it by 10 games. You couldn't have just figured out how to fit in 10 more games. I loved the 72-game season. I am season. Too. I'm all for it. shortened seasons. But it was a 72-game season the year before. But they ended with a record of 47-25, and 25, okay? So in the extra 10 games this season, they were essentially 1-9. One, one, one extra win and nine extra losses. That's what? less of a drop-off than I would have expected, being that two of your top three superstars were not available basically the entire season, yet they less still maintained.
1: One of nine was less than a drop-off? So would you expect it zero of 10?
0: No, I expected a team that would barely (laughs) compete to make it into the playoffs. I said that from day one. Okay, so... They're they're still very much in the mix. We're talking about that we are confident that they will go and win a first-round playoff series. Are you surprised, without Murray, without MPJ, that there wasn't a bigger drop-off?
1: No, because I love Michael Malone. I love these pieces of this team. Look at Bones, how he stepped up this year. I mean, everyone who needed to step up did... And, I mean, that's the recipe of – I think the, the Nuggets have, for a long time, had the best GMs in in Denver, and that proves. I mean, Tim Connolly, you go back to Masai Ujiri, it's credit to them that they were ready. They have a deep roster. So, I'm not super surprised. I mean, look, did I think that they would – be? well, I guess a six seed. I mean, what do, you, do you guys think six seed is appropriate for missing those players? I think that's right where the Nuggets should be. The Nuggets are a three seed with a healthy roster. like Maybe even a two were, seed. Yeah in my opinion. And so you you take the two of the three best players out, I think 6 seeds very appropriate. And they were the the 3 seed I believe uh the year They've been
2: 3-2-2 two, two yeah. or something like that the last couple of years. So I think this is right on track with what I'd expect. I think Monte Morris has played well, Will Barton for better or for worse, Jared has played pretty good solid the He's entire been solid. the entire season. I think I like them where they're at. The Again, for better or for worse, Austin Rivers has a place. Demarcus Cousins has really helped the team float throughout the season, and we're just getting peak Jokic. I don't know what else. It's pretty simple. The dude's a beast. Aaron Gordon has played lights out. It's 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 fun to watch him be on a team that plays for a championship as opposed to being stuck on the the magic plan for the dunk contest. But he, so. didn't he play in Arizona? He did. Oh man,
1: I've I've just he's been such a great player for so long. Yep. I mean, Uh, he, multiple,
2: multiple hairstyles too. uh,
1: When they, cause,
2: uh, top five hairstyle guy.
1: Oh, big hairstyle guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I'm a
2: big hairstyle hair guy myself. Correct. Obviously, as you can tell. Yes. yes this yeah. is so obvious. It's about <laughs> as good hey, as my you flip, We flip the balding on each side. <laughs> exactly. yeah. They
1: comb over.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Comb to the right, comb to the left. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? you just got to walk out with some confidence like and this, hey, Tyler. And <laughs> not
2: let's not discredit Jeff Green, who for being a million years old has been playing out of his mind up until – I mean, he, he's been solid all year. So you're getting max production from role player guys. And I think back to what we were saying earlier, I think that's why Malone wants – Porter Jr. back, and he wants Murray back because he knows that this team is loaded. So
0: So as I was reflecting on these seasons here, uh, I I have to say I really came away from what I have seen the last two years and and really thinking about it. My optimism has never been higher for this team in the future, and I I think we could be absolutely talking about the Nuggets as the odds-on favorite to win the championship next year if Murray and MPJ are back full strength day one. Is this the team to beat next year? I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves in that. Correct. But, man, this, seeing what you've seen off of this roster, you guys just talked about the depth that's there. A lot of those guys will be back still under
1: contract next year. No, dude, Phoenix is going to be the team to beat for years. Mm-hmm. As long as they can keep their team together, their core together. No, Phoenix is the exact prototype of what you want your NBA team to look like in 2022. I think the Nuggets can be right there, two, three, like they have been, but Phoenix is the clear best, in my opinion.
2: There's no way to tell unless we have a, a at least a semi, semi, semi healthy roster, Sem, semi healthy. Let's go semi, 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 semi healthy. Like semi. Either way, I think you need a team that is fully healthy with what we have to be able to see. You're going to have Yoke. He's got a game that, as he gets older, isn't going to get significantly worse. So you've just got to see what you got. Unfortunately, we paid paid MPJ. And when we're stuck with it, at least it appears that way. So, yeah, hard to say where, where we'll end up at. All right, we do want to talk a little
0: bit of playing tournament, but before we do that, it is time for the stat
1: of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the
0: week. Of the week. Okay, fair warning to everyone out there. Connor is a lot better at this than than (laughs) I. Okay. Don't sell yourself. Connor is the
1: stat of the week guy. He lives for stat of the week. He lives for stat (laughs) he is. He is
2: the stat of the week. He's the stat of the week.
0: (laughs) So with 48 wins, the Nuggets finished with their 10th most wins ever for a Nuggets team since joining the NBA in 1976. 10th most wins. They have only had nine seasons prior to this in their history that they've got more than
1: 48 wins. Wow, that's impressive.
0: Isn't that a little bit strange okay. to so, me? So, I, I, I so, so to bet So
1: to bounce the last conversation off that, who do you give more credit to, Malone or the players? Like, is it on the coach for keeping it together, game plans, managing everyone you got, or you put it on the guys for for taking care of business? What do you think? I put it on Nicole Jokic. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's, like,
0: it's like Jokic, supporting cast, and then I will say Michael
1: Malone did absolutely play a factor into that, but... Denver's After just, everything, was just awesome. Like, like everything about the Nuggets, they they are one of those teams that, I mean, outside of the obvious contenders every year with with Kevin Durant or you know whoever KD's playing for, or whoever you know, like the Nuggets are always right there. It's it's pretty exciting to have a great organization in town, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird because you look at the Nuggets and the support as far as like from the organization as good as anyone, any team in Colorado, yet when it comes to like outside of Colorado with free agents, with, you know, retaining guys, things like that, it's so difficult. And that's more the state of the, the NBA than anything.
1: But... You uh, would think. Look, it's not just the NBA. It's, it's every sport. It's, it, that's how every sport is the worst. Well, though. it is the worst, but you have teams at the bottom who don't care. You got teams at the top who spend. You got teams in the middle who are right there fighting. And, and the Avs and Nuggets are clearly the two teams who are always championship-like kind of... Well, actually, the, the Broncos, too. We can't rule them out. It's just been really hard the past five or, or six years. It has without a quarterback, but now with Russ. But honestly, like, oh, the we're consistency, back. you know, well, they're back. We are so back. It's, it's, a, it's a fun time so to back. be a Denver fan yeah. like really besides the Rockies every team is trying right now so
0: what, what do you r- mean the Rockies signed Chris Bryant <laughs> dude we're three and one man
2: oh, Chris Bryant shout out to Connor for acknowledging that Chris Bryant dropped a routine five okay so and gave up so her her hold
1: on we can't do that because Connor's not here okay I'm sitting in his seat and no it's okay we'll just let's carve let's out like let, a 30 minute segment <laughs> for Connor <to laughs> let's let everyone yes. know let's let the audience know what we're talking about so what happened was in our text group for this for the show uh Connor was defending Chris Bryant for dropping that fly ball the other day against the LA Dodgers. For those who didn't see it, bases loaded, uh middle of the game, I forget what inning it was. 6th, 6th six, inning, yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh bases loaded, two outs, and the uh, Rockies were on defense obviously. Uh 6-1 was the score? 5-1 was the score right around there, and it was an error on Chris Bryant that scored two runs, brought three, the, runs. three runs brought the Dodgers right back in it and uh We were saying, I was saying that, you know. Even though you don't want to overreact for errors, or you don't want to put too much heat on any one player for something like that early in the season, it was not a great time for him to debut his opening series in, in, well, in, in Denver a- a- after following up with ending game one to strike out. You know, to lose ending the game. game one with the K. You know, you you don't. It's not a great look. That's all. That was my whole point. You know, you're a brand
2: new player. The whole city is excited about you, and you blow it like that in front of everybody. I wish there was a way for us to, and I'm sure there's a stat that does it, that we could calculate how many fly balls Chris Bryant catches, so we could calculate how much he made to not catch that ball
1: (laughs) just watch all the games and start it's like a ninety six thousand
2: dollar error you know what i mean yeah we could definitely we could definitely
1: do that but look my uh, my my point with connor was that you know it was not a great look
2: but uh he was very defensive of the new player uh, chris Brown. either way we're excited tons of good tons of good sporting teams we're very excited broncos are back nugs AVS, playoffs we're back. Yeah. I know. And yeah. this time of year is
0: always great. I, I'd love playoffs. You know, playoffs anything. Like I said, I, I don't I don't follow every sport all the time. I don't follow a lot of the national, you know, coverage of games and anything outside of Denver. But you put a playoff game on the intensity, the energy, it's just fun. I, I I thoroughly enjoy it. I look forward to this time of year. Plus, you mentioned Broncos training camp starting up. We got draft just around the quarter. We will certainly touch on some of those topics as we move forward. We'll see where time allots today. We may we may touch a little bit on the Broncos, but we are, I think, getting a little bit long on there as, as producer Nick is is yelling at me, telling me to move on. Uh, he's always got the time. It's he's like, good. Uh, he's it's so like good. in a comedy
1: club when the light goes on. And you just flash you know, the light out. out. Him. Sure, yeah. You know you have a certain amount of time. New
0: talent
2: off. night tomorrow, I'm telling you. I'm
0: sure listen <laughs> listeners out there have probably picked up on this, but you get Connor and I going. <laughs> it's dangerous, man. We got somebody's gotta rein us back in. Like so. you
2: like you said earlier, a half hour rebuttal segment for Connor <laughs> that's right, next that's Tuesday. Right.
0: Yeah, the worst is uh-huh. when you, you throw that last, last comment and then you yeah. just can't you can't uh-huh. stop. But
2: hold on.
1: Can I can I get one more comment in? Because Chris Bryant, this whole thing where everyone's all excited about him. The Nobody's
0: Rock- excited about him. What do you the mean? The Rock Never is lost. showing time and time
1: again. That's not what you need to win. And uh, look... I think that the the Rockies are kind of an embarrassment in terms of trying to compete and doing these little things. That's what I was talking about, Jared, in other sports. There are a lot of teams in all these other sports we're talking about that, like like in the NBA, you know how many markets out there just try and bring in a player here or there, try and spice things up with a, tr- a trade or a little free agency here or there just to keep the fan base happy. And the Nuggets have never been that, at least you know for the last decade. Like, Like, uh, I mean... That's how long I've kind of been paying attention for for you know No no Tyler you're like older that. than that brother Well I mean You've been out of, of high school well over a decade. I guess those <laughs> were the just the good times. Because, <laughs> just the good times. Well, growing up, I used to have season tickets to the Nuggets and the Nuggets were so bad when I was growing up. They used to have this promotion called Tees for threes. And every time you guys remember this, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Every yeah. time the Nuggets would hit a three pointer, they would throw t shirts into the crowd. And you get you get a free t shirt if you were Well, Antonio lucky McDice to was our best on. player. You know what I mean? So that's how the shoes that's how far the Nuggets have come. Teas from threes to where they are now. So I only like to remember the good days. Yeah. But Although, uh, can we bring that back? I don't think that's a bad idea.
0: I just <laughs> with come all on three pointers these days. What did that they come so on outrageous. Nuggets
2: marketing team? What did they do? Uh, I think it was two years ago. If they got over one ten, you got a, a Wendy's sandwich. Yes, or, exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 Or, or no. maybe Chick-fil-A? something like yeah. Was it Chick fil A? Was it the Taco Bell? I, I think the I think you the, got three tacos after seven runs. Yeah, yeah. which never happened.
0: <laughs> like the whole season, they went like a whole. The season. The whole crowd would cheer. Yeah. The whole crowd would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Raiden back because I do want to touch a little bit before we move off of the NBL together. I want to touch on the play in tournament, okay? So that begins tonight, Tuesday the 12th. I'm going to focus just on the Western Conference. Frankly, None of these teams are probably making any noise anyway, so who cares what's happening in the Eastern Conference play-in tournament?
1: Whoa, New yeah. Jersey, man. Yeah.
2: They're up right now. Probably. Probably. Dude, the Nets are going to beat Okay, games,
1: games are live. What do we got?
2: Uh, Nets were up like 15 when I just checked. I'm okay, out. up 15. Wow. Maybe I so realize everyone listening back to this is just going to know the yeah, final it score. It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. They can, they can then Well, Cavs know. really fell off. Jared Allen got hurt. That was tough. So it's uh, <laughs> 57-43 uh, halftime of the Brooklyn game. Okay. okay. See, all now, right. you know,
0: now, you know, Now you know, when we're doing all the show right. in the Western <laughs> conference, where all of us care about right now, uh, the number seven seed, Minnesota, uh, Timberwolves. I almost said wild. We were talking hockey for a while there. Minnesota Timberwolves will be playing the LA Clippers who are the number eight seed. Uh, the way this play in tournament works, if you guys forget about it, the winner of that game is in, they will then you play think
1: the NHL is confusing. This, mean, is, come on.
0: this is this is mean, weird but on. I actually kind of like this it's kind of a little bit and I hey I have made it very clear I am never for adding bad teams to the playoffs okay now you're adding teams well under 500 into the playoffs it's it, it, it's stupid it's silly anyways uh, so that team whoever wins that game is in they will play Memphis the number two seed in the first round of the playoffs then the loser of that game, well, hang tight for a minute while they watch what happens in the New Orleans Pelicans and San Antonio Spurs game. Whoever loses that game is out. They're done. Go home. Whoever wins that game then plays the loser of the 7-8 seed matchup. The winner of that team becomes the 8th seed and they will play the Phoenix Suns. I think I did that as simple as I could. Hopefully everyone else out there understands. Um, so, looking at this plan tournament, first of all, does it anybody within this
2: scare you as a Nuggets fan no not at all no one no one no one I think the T Wolves have been playing super nice I, I like the energy that they bring with Carl Anthony Towns been playing out of his mind I think for me the play-in tournament's kind of wild because pull this up here the Clippers won 42 games and the San Antonio Spurs who are in the play in game won 34 games and realistically, you could see a scenario where San Antonio would squeeze in over the playoffs over the Clippers. So I think that's my only real complaint. Has the tanking been down? Absolutely. But I guess to more towards your point, I think the T-Wolves are a team. The, the nice thing is I, I would rather play Golden State over the T-Wolves. and That may be a bad take. Really? But that's my take. I think the T-Wolves have been playing nice. There's I, no I, way. I, I would. Yeah, I would. Yep. So I think the Nuggets are a little bit of a liability, obviously, on defense. Uh, again, the playoffs changes that and, and the T Wolves are a team that really like to kind of get the ball up and down, pop threes. So uh, for me, I, I'd much rather see the Clippers make it, I guess. But that's not a team we have to worry about. Like I said, I think if some, I, I think Memphis is going to be a really tough challenge in the second round. So I think we've got a, a pretty tough matchup. I think the West is, I, I think all the playing team or the Dude, playoff teams. I think teams, New Orleans is the one team out of the four that would scare me the most. You think so? Yeah. The nice thing is they're not on
1: our bracket. Uh, at least on the other no, side. No, that's true. That's true. But of the fourteen, yeah, teams, you you wouldn't 14s, be playing them
2: until the conference championships, right? Am right. So that? of Minnesota yeah.
1: though, and LA. No, man, I don't. No, none of those teams scare me. I think. Nick. I think
2: what. Uh, I think what I. What makes me not nervous, but it's it's interesting, is that Memphis has been playing just as good without Ja Morant as with him. So obviously, you need him back to make Better a big stretch that, run. <laughs> Except uh, I love Ja. I know. I know. With well, a name like Jaw, too, you you know ja. Yeah, I know. So I think. I, I like where we're at. I, I think of all the matchups we could have gotten, I've had friends and, and, and people tell me that they much rather would have played uh, the Mavericks, but I, I, I like where we sit, and I think assuming we can play good basketball and, and get back on D and, and take good shots, I think the Nuggets could definitely win one series, and I think there's a scenario where somehow we squeeze out two, but the homer in me is definitely squeaking out a little. What, what could have been with, no with doubt. a
0: healthy Nuggets roster, but what will be... Next year and in the coming years. I'm very optimistic about this Nuggets team moving forward. All right. Last thing we're gonna do here, or before we get to our last thing, uh, Tyler, I make him do this every time when he comes on here, just because it's a uh, you know you put put together a game or a trivia, it's a little bit of extra work when you when you do the uh, the, the the outline, the podcast notes. So uh, why not make the guest obviously put all the effort into it? But before we get on to that, yes, we'd be remiss. Do if have we, a fun game today, though? It is fun. I've got a fun game, and Tyler brings good good entertainment to this show. Mm-hmm. So, but before we do that, we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on this day in sports history. This day in sports history.
2: History. History.
0: It's a great week for sports historically. Uh, Actually, in the olden days, I don't know when that ended. I'm going to call this the olden (laughs) days. Uh, This is when the hockey... Stanley Cup Finals were going. Uh, you obviously have Masters, which uh, happened this last weekend. That's a tradition every year. It's the same week, like any other. So, oh my yeah, any it was actually Masters too. I, I, I almost said <laughs> that. that. I'm good. like, I think there might be like a copyright to that. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that uh, on on air at all. Yeah, Tiger can. is legit, Hello, robo friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, he is. So
1: we're gonna kind of. Back. He's back.
0: We're gonna we're gonna actually dive pretty deep. We're going pretty far back in history. Okay, so first one here, uh, April twelfth, eighteen seventy seven. Oh <laughs> Whoa! The very first time ever, a catcher in a baseball game wore a face mask.
1: Okay, Please, they were not soft. wearing masks, right? Soft. And it's been a progressive. Can you imagine like, how much, how much grief he got? Soft. So the player,
0: Loser. the player was <laughs> named Alexander Ting, and not surprisingly, I have no idea if I pronounced that right. By the way, we're just going with it. Nobody knows. Okay, uh, he's a Harvard graduate. I'm like, well, obviously the Harvard Smart graduate's guy. like got to protect it. Right. Got to protect. This is the <laughs> right. real money maker
1: here. But hold on, back then wasn't the Ivy League like the only place you can go anyway? Probably. So you're either going to Harvard
2: <laughs> or Penn, or well, he had to cut, he had to protect himself from those sixty mile an hour heaters. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right?
1: Okay,
0: That's okay. Great. Jumping way ahead forward in the future, April twelfth, nineteen thirty eight. <laughs> Jumping way ahead, way 19th, ahead. 12.
2: The Depression. The,
0: the <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks beat the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. That doesn't sound that weird, right? The the Blackhawks have done that several times. Well, apparently, I learned today that it goes all the way back to 1938 that they were letting bad teams in the playoffs. This was the first time ever a team with a losing record in the regular season won the Stanley Cup. So even time
1: traveling, Jared, would be mad in uh, the early 1900s. So you go back 100 years, and you're mad. I'm still mad. I'm okay. still mad. I thought this was a new trend. It's not. It's been
0: okay. going on for a while. Okay. Well, it's good to know you're consistent. Last one here, still before any of us were born, but at least it's something that most of our listeners may remember. April 13th, 1986, Jack Nicklaus wins the Masters at the age of 46, was the oldest player at the time to do so, and that was his 18th and Final major Whoa. victory. He still holds the record for the most majors ever won. Tiger sits at fifteen. So I have to ask: Does Tiger ever pass Jack Nicklaus for the record most major wins ever? He'd have to win four more to pass him, three to tie.
2: No, but he definitely wins one more. I think.
1: Uh yeah, he's back. I think he. I, here's what's happening. He's Jacked. he's going to have like robot arms in the next ten years. Medicine is going to advance at a pace faster than Tiger will deteriorate. So in like 10 years, they're going to have something out there to where this guy can lock back in and be good. I think there is. there was a period of time where I thought it was pretty certain Tiger was not
0: going to pass this. The way Tiger's been playing the last couple years, now seeing him come back off of this injury, he was obviously not at 100%. You could see it in the way he swing. You know what he reminded me of is like that – I, I, my back can only handle like one round of golf a weekend, right? That oh. second round, you get to about hole twelve. Yeah, you got nothing left.
1: It's all arms. That's what Tiger looked like out there. He was all arms. All right. Man. So my, my my serious answer is, I would take the under zero point five for future majors. I don't think he's the reason we're following him is because he's Tiger. If this were a – he a, won
0: the Masters like two three years ago.
1: No, that was luck. <laughs> if, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna really price him in terms of everyone else. He's an average golfer these days.
2: Oh, my God. No, yeah. get yeah. out of
1: here. Get out of here. I think he's once the, I, average. I think, oh, man. He's an
2: average
0: golfer. Maybe I can give you that on the tour, but he is a guy that absolutely has in his average. bag what like so many I guys can't, Nick Sopcow, can't <laughs> pull out of their bags. He can go win a tournament. He's playing the, the Open. Other guys he
2: doesn't know if he's going to play the next major, but he's definitely playing the yeah. Open.
0: What do, you, what do you think, guys think about it? is it Scotty Scheffler, I yeah. think, was the guy but, that won it? Uh, hold with the With the five putt. To win
1: it. Uh, yeah, relatable. that was nice. Relatable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hold on. I want to come back on this show before the next uh, major and make a bet with you guys about Tiger Woods. Oh, uh, okay. Okay? okay Why I'm going to
0: need some like serious balls. Well, because I want it's to see what the field. odds are. I want yeah. to see how
1: he's doing his health. I can't make a bet now. can't lock it in now. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, so I'll come I, back on I think
0: my bold prediction is Tiger hangs around long enough to win. I think he desperately wants to get at least two Jack Nicholas. That's going to be tough. Winning three more majors, that's not easy. But I think Tiger's got it in him. He is, by the way, forty-six years old right now. The same age that Jack Nicholas won his last major at. It's a different world now than it was in nineteen eighty-six. Like you talked about, the medical advances, all that stuff. Tiger's Tiger average. will be playing. Tiger on is the an tour average Joe. It's like, like that, sixty.
2: It's like that movie, The Island, where they have these clones and they just pull. Like resources <laughs> from these clones. So I think that's kind of where we're at. I don't know, man. Tiger looks kind of old. I actually thought he was in his 50s when I saw him. Then I looked it up and
1: I'm like, Yes, he looks worn out. I want to know. I love Tiger. I love Tiger, but he's not winning again. No. Okay. Wow. 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 No. You just totally
0: like put a damper on the, yeah. the oh, show. it's a really good
1: show until Now
0: <laughs> I reluctantly
1: <laughs> turn the show over to you. The floor is we yours. We got game show music got back game there. We music. Yeah. We have game show music. It's time. So
0: please make sure that this is an uplifting
1: oh, segment. This will be okay. fun. This will be fun. Let's get, a, let's get a studio round of applause too with this. It's time. Really get the crowd going. For Red Libs. Now, have you, have you ever heard of Mad Libs? course yeah mad libs where you, Which fill you in the always blank. did when you had a substitute teacher <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right so this is called red libs right for red rock sports all right so uh fill in the blank for these sentences and we'll have a little chat after you fill in the blank okay all right number one the broncos will win blank games this season and let's keep it to regular season no playoffs the broncos will win how many games this season I nick to, I, what do you say i hate to do this
2: they're gonna win nine games. Okay. Nick says nine. What do you say? Wow, no faith. Uh, I'm gonna give it's them. It's not. It's not. Go ahead. Wait. Wait. What did they win last year? They won, I think, uh, let me check. They won six, seven, seven. hang on. I, I have know. to pull it uh, up. How quickly to. we
0: just like shut that out of our memory. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I-, I thought I was going a little on the low side with 11. I think 11 wins. You got the-, the 17 game regular season now, so you can pretty much add in another win there. I think even though their division is going to be tough, I think that the Broncos actually play really well within their division this year, and I think they get 11 wins, which will be best for second in their division. I still don't think they win their division with 11.
1: All right. I think the over-under right now is uh, 10 for the Broncos. Yeah, okay, I'm taking so. the over. They right. went 7-10 last year.
2: 7-10 and 10 last year. So you're year. telling
0: me Russ only brings two wins.
2: I think it's less to do with Russ and more to do with the AFC West. So yeah. I think this is going to be like an NFC West where three teams make the... Yeah, three teams with that 9-10 yeah, wins. Yeah. 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 All right, next.
1: Uh, by the way, I have four. One for each team. Okay, so that was the Broncos one. All right, next to the Rockies. Chris Bryant will have blank home runs this year. Playing in Denver and Coors Field, Chris Bryant, how many home runs? Okay, I'll go first this
0: time. I have some optimism for Chris Bryant. I think he has a bounce back here. His stats have been going down each year, but you put him at Coors Field, is going to be good. Now... Everyone thinks Coors Field is a big home run park. It's not. It's a doubles, you know, extra base mm. hit park. So Hot I am going to put him at 25, <laughs> which is slightly below his uh, year-over-year average. 25 home runs for okay. Chris Bryant. All right, 25. What do you say, uh, Nick?
2: He's an average player. I'm going to go with average results. So we're going to go 27.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh if Connor were here, he may have something to say. Thank God but you. we're moving <laughs> but on.
2: But he's uh, not. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to just be the voice of Connor. Uh, I think that he's going to have like a huge major breakout on this year. 37 M- home V-P. runs.
2: MVP. The Rockies are going to win 71 games. Shocking <laughs> pundits and sports fans alike. On to the Nuggets. All right. The Nuggets will have blank playoff
1: wins this season. How many playoff wins will our Nuggets have six
2: producer Nick. What do you say six four to three four to three against Golden State and they're going to lose very close games to the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Two to four.
0: Okay. I actually had the same thing as six. I that was was the one I had the the toughest time with because you kind of have to draw a line right. You either have them winning four and I think at that point you're probably a couple above four or you have them winning Three. So I went six. I agree. I think they win the first series. I do think that they, they ultimately struggle in the second series and don't don't get past the, the Grizzlies in the second series.
1: All right. And the last question on the inaugural version of Red Libs, the Avalanche will have blank playoff wins this postseason. I
0: need you to confirm something for me real quick, yes. though. Yes. There are four sets of rounds in the NHL playoffs, correct? Yes, yes. So it would take 16 wins to get a Stanley Cup? Correct.
1: That's your answer right oh. there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jared goes
2: 16. Uh, Nick, what do you say? A lot of negativity on the pod today. <laughs> I didn't love your energy in the last segment, Tyler. But we're going 16. Oh! Let's go. Oh! We're back. Oh! oh, we've been so back. <laughs> All right. So
1: you guys are both picking the uh, abs to win the Cup. Which is the right pick. Of That's course. A good pick. Yeah.
0: Honestly, though, even if you don't it's believe now. it,
2: get on board, people. If Let's no, start getting on board. If and not now. that does it. it. What? If not now, then when? Exactly. If not us, then
1: who? And that does it for this edition of Red Libs. Also, we yeah. have... That was the inaugural version. That was I good. liked it. I think, yeah. I think I might steal this okay. segment yeah, from Redlands. you and just
0: now it's ours. It's it's a part of our show, so you don't get any credit for it. Mm, that's fine. Take it. I'm it's used good. to it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You know, especially after two seasons of watching what we thought last year was a very optimistic Nuggets season, then they have the late injury. Those have obviously impacted them all year. The Avalanche choked it last year. I mean, we're due, man. Denver is due for a championship, and I think uh, it's time that somebody, at least in the pro sports world, brings one back to Denver. So let's, let's go. go.
2: What did we let's say? Let's go. go. We said over one and a half to start the show.
1: Yeah. Take the over. Take the
2: over, as you do. Plus 550, guaranteed. Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably better
0: than plus 550. You can get that line out. Good <laughs> luck finding it out there. Make sure you guys find us on Twitter. We're at Red Rock Sports one Tyler, thank you for joining us again, man. Always good to be here. Appreciate it as always. For Nick, I'm Jared, and this is the Red Rock Sports Podcast.